FM. You're listening to Amazing 102.5 FM. Its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the host of this talk show or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this radio station. It's time for the Al Rucker Show, the best way to spend your Friday afternoon. Today, the continuing call for peace after violence in Charlottesville and why President Trump's foot continues to be stuck in his mouth. Activist Sabir Bay is here talking about his latest film, and singer Al B. Shore talks about new music, movies, and his tour stop in Houston. Ladies, are you ready? I am. So let's get started. You're now tuned in to the Al Rucker Show. Thank you for tuning to the Al Rucker Show, powered by Cricket Wireless. I'm your host, Al Rucker. We got Carla J. We got Seven to Poor. Hey, hey. And we got Sabir Bay joining us today. How you doing, Sabir? What's up? Seven, how you doing? People. Gucci you bandana. What, you call us what? Y'all some professional people okay. in here. Okay. <laughs> well, we, we try to be. I'm we, just watching. You ain't trying. You doing it. I'm like, if I see over there reading, I'm like, <laughs> How you doing, Carla? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I'm ready to get into the dialogue with these brothers because I think they're going to have a lot to say about the state of our current uh, society. Mm. I think that's going to be some good, good conversation going on today. It should be pretty good. That's why I wanted my boy Sabir to come in. We spoke over, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, about two weeks ago, yeah. Two okay. weeks? Yeah, so wow. we, we pretty much talk every other day, so we, we kind of planned this out. He actually wanted to come in. You got in, what, last week? Yeah. Yeah, uh, last Friday. Friday. Yeah, last Friday. He got Shout in pretty out to late. Houston, man. Good, good. So he got in pretty late. But, yeah, um, I'm with you, Carla. There's a lot going on in the world right now, so not just uh, our country, but all over the place. Mm-hmm. But, um. I'm definitely excited. This weekend, we got Albie Shure, who's going to be at Dolce tomorrow night. Um, pretty excited. He'll actually be in town later today, and uh, I look forward to uh, getting with him. We have another comedy show with the OGs of Comedy tonight in uh, Colleen, Texas. Mm-hmm. So this is three weeks straight, and it is uh, uh Mm, it is very, t- it's very tiring. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 I thought I you was gonna say it's hot like fire. No, it's good. We've been, we've been <laughs> all the, all the shows been sold out, but it's mm-hmm. just, it is a lot of work. Yeah, I can only yeah, imagine. That's a, that's a lot of big personalities that you're traveling with, and you know things like that. But, um, so you know, in addition to you know all the number, of the, all of the other things that you have going on, and with the, you know, whether it's the shows, whether it's the um, the book and everything. I know that you just recently did kind of a roving reporter uh, type situation on HLN. Talk to us about that. Yeah, it was. Um, they kind of called us out of the blue. They called me. Uh, I was actually sitting in the meeting. The phone kept ringing. We answered it, and it was HLN. They actually wanted me to, to be a reporter for them um, for an event they had or a show. They was not a show. A Second. case mm-hmm. they was they was covering here in Houston and it kind of brought some light to it because I didn't know anything about it um basically a young lady got stopped over two years ago and the police believe they smelled marijuana so when they pulled her over they began to search the car um they handcuffed her put her in the back of their police car and then when they didn't find any marijuana they brought her back to the car handcuffed and the female officer began to strip search her mm. Um, and this happened on the side of the road, on the pavement, um, and it ended up short. It, the, the the short of it is they end up hogtying the lady on the ground, put her feet to her buttocks, mm-hmm. and inserted her fingers in her vagina mm-hmm. looking for marijuana. So two years later, the young lady is um, suing Harris County. Um, the the police officers that were involved in the situation were indicted by a grand jury. Mm. A second grand jury came along and um, I guess you could say unindicted. Mm-hmm. So they, they walked away, um, no charges. And then at the end of the day, um, as they call it, a no bill. But mm-hmm. what ended up happening, the young lady ended up being charged. She ended up being charged because they did find like two ounces of marijuana on her. And they charged her for possession of marijuana and resisting arrest. Or resisting search, so they end up dropping that. So now she's suing 
the county for that. But it was a story that I I didn't even know about until HL uh, HLNN brought it to my attention. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of you know um, I'm kind of disturbed that the local news didn't cover yeah, that. Yeah, didn't cover it or yeah. highlight it. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those situations. So apparently now she's going through the whole process. And, and this, hey, is it a fresh case or is it something that's been ongoing or she just started that process with uh, suing the, the county? Uh, I think she had to go through the whole process from, you know, being arrested, everybody being charged because they, they say the police officers were charged. They were mm-hmm. indicted. And then they came back and, and wow. got that got dropped and another grand jury came in and I guess you could say unindicted, did a no bill. Mm-hmm. So then they came back and charged her, they dropped the case. So now her attorney's involved, now they just started the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all this it's been going on for about two years. That is that is ridiculous. Yeah. So it was it was um, And they caught everything on ca- on the dash cam. Some dash cam. Wow. Yeah, dash cam. She actually had on the side of the road with her pants pulled out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely pulled down. And so. they considered, and that's a no, and they overturned it for in in a no bill. In a no bill. That is ridiculous. Yeah. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. So, so it, it I was, hope that she gets everything that she's she's looking for. I mean, and that, I mean, just the the it's just her traumatic in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, just the thought of you know going through that, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it, it, but you know, it's it's I'm still puzzled that it hadn't really been you know brought to the to the main media here in houston i mean mm-hmm. we i didn't know anything about it yeah you know yeah. not not anything about it and normally we um you know keep our uh our ears to the street yeah but also right. you know we want to give a condolence to the victims and the families in barcelona spain based on the terrorism that's been going on over there mm-hmm. um and then in conjunction with the stuff we have going on here, here. and in, you think in, that that was just a coincidence that something like that happened no, I think I think now the state of our world is is there. Everything's been highlighted, especially here in the United States in Charlottesville. That was that was amazing to me. I just can't imagine, mm-hmm. you know, 2017 that that's going on. You know, when I when I saw it, the first thing I said, this is not the 60s. Mm-hmm. This is not the early 70s. You know, that could that couldn't be me. Yeah. You know, that just couldn't be me. I talked to a couple of my friends. They said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Sabir? Man, straight terrorism. Mm-hmm. It's terrorism. I, I mean, we act like. We're surprised that this stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. We, it's not a surprise. I mean, I grew up in Philly, man, and it's still happening. And, and the funny thing is, like, when when that took place, you just mentioned Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Why do we relate Barcelona to terrorism when the guy ran a car through people and we don't call that terrorism? Why do people are not saying that? Mm-hmm. We yeah. act like we're surprised that this stuff is happening. In Philadelphia right now, you have a segregated swimming pool in my neighborhood where I grew up at, and it's been that way since I was young. Mm. Rizzo stripped the Panthers in the 60s. Right now, they're protesting, talking about taking down the statue. Y'all act like this is something was years ago. or In the 50s and 60s, it's still happening. Mm-hmm. All the stuff is said, we just mm-hmm. sleep. I don't, I don't even think people sleep. It's hard for people to say on one account, you know, oh, Trump is this, Trump is that. I'm talking about before he got the presidency. Yeah. But oh, you know, he was affiliated like this. He was affiliated like that. And now everybody's acting like it's a surprise. You know, uh, we go to other countries and kick them people's ass about the kind of stuff that they're doing over here on our own soil. It's like when they do it, it's bad. When our government and the people of this country do it, then it's uh, wrong on both, on both, <laughs> on both sides. But, you know, Trump, you know Trump, Trump, Trump has never been the one to hide who he is. He doesn't hide anything he you know he's going to tell you straightforward what he is i think at the end of the day the country caught we got caught sleeping when you know when they ran for president i mean what 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 got him in the white house was the uh white supremacist and all those guys you know all those guys already said that that's who they want to vote for but you know trump is the and against the uh the the in, in initiator of all this and we're gonna listen to the tape that uh that he said well, Russell did it too. yeah they Can all say did two things real quick because he said our government that's not my government it's like this is saying like most Def did a joke one time saying we rob a bank and say we in, we got tr- we in trouble we ain't in trouble it's not my government that's their government yeah mm-hmm. but we gonna see you know Trump the, you know, Trump Trump is the instigator so we are gonna listen to this yeah. we are gonna take a listen to this and see what this is and then we go you back. had a group on one side that was bad and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent and nobody wants to say that but I'll say it right now you had a group you had a group on the other side that came charging in without a permit and they were very very violent. I've condemned neo-Nazis. I've condemned many different groups, but not all of those people 
were neo-Nazis, believe me. Not all of those people were white supremacists. I think there's blame on both sides. You look at, you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it, and you don't have any doubt about it either. Wow. <laughs> so what's your thoughts on that, Sabir? I don't have nothing with him. It's nothing. See, it's nothing, and I, and I know this is not my show, but I, I want to I say a lot of things. Say it. It may upset some people. My thing, it's been happening. Yeah. It's nothing new with Trump. Right. It's beyond Trump. It's bigger than Trump. Like right now, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, right now in Merlin, they are taking down statues of Dred Scott case. I mm -hmm. said, this is just the beginning yeah. of what's going to go down. All this stuff they're talking about taking, the sta taking statues down. Statues ain't never do nothing to me. No. So what they're doing is setting everything up to take down our history now. They took down a statue I just recently saw coming here in Maryland of Dred Scott. I know our people don't even know what, who is, who's Dred Scott. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't. How many of our people know about Dred Scott? Are we really taught about Dred Scott? That's something that was big, stating that descendants of Africans that was important to this country were not citizens. Mm -hmm. Most of our children don't even know about that case. Because they took it out. I mean, well. They didn't take anything. The case, anybody that's in law school, you have to study that case. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I taught history, and they removed. It was in the book one year. Then they switched to a different uh, distributor, and it was out of the doctrine. It was out of the book. So kids who came along and became educators after me, I know that that information is not in the history books anymore because I saw the history books. But it was one of the reasons it made me leave the classroom because I know the information that they're giving the kids is false. So that's a very good point. As you said, I didn't even see the uh, removal of the statues yeah, as a setup to remove our history. I mean, but they already removing our history. My mm -hmm. thing with everybody is this. Okay, we up in arms and, and everybody's upset. What are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. How are we going to prepare? How are we going to organize? I saw a picture on uh, Instagram and it tripped me out. It had a yard uh, full of african-american little girls and they were twerking yeah and then the picture under it had a uh picture of caucasian little girls at the gun range yeah what are we going to do well we're going to do this we're going to answer that question in a few minutes all right more hot topics with uh more hot topics with sabir bay when we come back later on in the show in the 80s helped usher in new jack swing al be sure talks about his hits the fans and carving out a new legacy it's all coming up on amazing 102.5 fm it's been a long About the days of way back. Hey, where the ladies at? I need a fine one. Top designer. Baby, can you help me find one? A real one, not a phony. I wanna own me. Never leave me lonely. Be my tender only. One hour photo together. Take a few flicks together. That'll last forever. Whether we do, you do, me too. See through it all. Now, creep with the dog. Don't let the raindrops stop you, I got you. This is so evolutionally proper. Now what the future holds, no one knows. But the past is a blast, game over long. It's like good times, my favorite episodes. I'm just the same OG, giving y'all a little TLC. I like to think when we were growing, and 
Rucker Hot Topics are brought to you by Dolce Ultra Lounge and Bistro. Visit www.dolcehouston.com for comedy, poetry, music, and delectable dishes. Make your reservations today. Singer Al B. Sure is coming to Dolce August 19, 2017, and you are too late because you sold out. <laughs> Keep all your money because guess what? Yeah. Yeah, you done. You won't be there. Well, girl, I, I was gone. Why you ain't get the tickets? It's done. Y'all at the house. Now, we're going to get into some more, to some more real conversation. I want to shout out to uh, Desiree Smith, one of Prairie View's finest, uh, Worthing Sunnyside in the building. The the question was posed that, or, or the statement was made that some people want to do something, but they don't know what to do, and others are waiting for someone else to help them out or do it for them, such as athletes, black leaders, and politicians. My man Sabir already said, don't wait on nobody, Al. Al, you waiting? Don't wait. No, I'm not. You know, I don't never wait. Hey. That's not the... Looking for a messiah? Yeah, I was just... Gonna, and some of y'all waiting, waiting on the Lord. Yeah, waiting on that, too. You better get up off your knees. I'm just being real. <laughs> I almost said something with that one when you said no, you said hey, that. No, 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 not like no, that. No, I'm not get saying on. like not, that. I'm no, not saying. No, See, your hear. mind in the gutter. What I'm saying, what he <laughs> said is this: when he said, "Get off your knees," get off your knees. What what vividly popped in my head is based on everything that's going on right now. The first thing I told cut my friends is this: not this, this not the '60s, it's not the '50s. This generation ain't gonna take. This generation is not gonna tolerate what they did in the '60s, in the '50s. To blacks, then this generation is crazy. I'm just gonna it say depends. that. So, w- w- when he said that, the first thing popped in my mind was black people on their knees being beaten and attacked by dogs and all that mm. kind of stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. When 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 he says it to me, my mind wasn't in the gutter. I mean, anybody <laughs> know me, know how I get down, and the saying that I live by. Is right. I'd rather die on my feet what, what than what live on my knees. Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's that's well, that's what I'm talking about. This generation, we're different. You know what I'm saying? They're different. I, I I was making a statement of that. I said, I wish one of them would run up on me. It is know, gonna, it'll be a different story. So even the brother that they got got beat in the in the in the uh, in the parking garage. You know, yeah. he he was holding his own. Well, he shouldn't have been. Yeah, he, he was, was holding his own. He, was. he shouldn't then, have been there. Yeah, but saying he shouldn't have been there. But at the end of the day, he was holding his own. He didn't take off running. He was actually holding his own, and then he just got overwhelmed. It was like five or six more. Yeah, I mean they swing sticks. And but what I'm just saying, this generation is not going to tolerate what happened. 50, 60 years ago. Can I say this to you, man? Honestly, man, I don't know about, and I, and I said this on many occasions, man, I don't know about the corporate cats. The cats that's older religious people, they're not going to fight. You're mm-hmm. going to have to go to the hood and get some real brothers. I said this when I was on Facebook for many days, and I said, you know what? I can, order, I can organize a busload of people from Chicago to New Jersey, Newark, New York, Philly, and the whole nine. Go to Charlottesville, and that's all we would do is get off the bus and stand there. What do you think they're going to do? Oh, they're not going to do brothers anything. The brothers on the streets don't care. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the ones that have something to lose. The brothers on the street don't have nothing to lose. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a connection to the brothers on the corners, it's like you're lost. Because the other cats, like you said, the athletes, they're not doing anything. No. Um, the cats is working. The relig- some of the religious people are not going to do anything. They're not moving out on this. The brothers on the corners, the one that we call gangbangers, mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that's going to say, look, we ain't got nothing to lose. What's up? We shooting each other anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, well, I'm going to say this firsthand. Most people say what we might do mm-hmm. when something happens, you don't know what you might so do. So you're in that situation. Yeah, you're in that situation. I was shot five times, mm-hmm. right? When that brother pulled the gun out on me, automatically I went to go reach for the gun. To grab the gun and that's when i got hit five times mm-hmm. so you never know what you might do so mm-hmm. when people say well we in that situation we all would have did this really have no. you ever been in a situation that you would say well wait a minute when i do things or plan i plan in right now to next week if something mm-hmm. was to happen in my head what was go on if i encountered that mm-hmm. my reactions would be different so we really don't know 
You see what I'm saying? Unless we was up against that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Europeans no, are punks, Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, the individual, as an individual person, they don't know. But, what I, you know, what I'm saying is overall, based on this generation and the society we're in right now, just like Seven said, I'd rather die standing up than on my knees. There's a million guys who think just like that. And I'm one of them. You know, I'm not. If if, if me and Seven is, a, is 20 of those guys marching toward us, I don't think neither one of us is going to turn around and walk the other way. We just gonna keep walking right to them, and if something break out, it just something break out. It's gonna be two against twenty. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, it's not gonna be. You you can't never dictate what you what you will and will will and won't do. But I know for a fact what I will do. I'm not for the run. No, and that's I hear not, I hear what y'all are saying, and I understand what you're saying in that perspective of what you know you're not gonna do and what's in what what to do in that situation. But and you and getting the brothers off the street and in the hood and all of that because then you know those are some people that you can structure and you know go and do something and you can mobilize them. Okay, so we don't have a Dr. King in our current society. Who are going to be those leaders to structure that? Because right now, just to be perfectly honest with you, for whatever reason, in our communities, we have that, you know, that crabs in a barrel syndrome to where we can't organize. You, you know, who's going to be yeah, the person to uh, organize? I, I don't know. I don't really know about the whole organizing thing. And this is why. I know we need to, mm -hmm. but we've seen it. I've seen it fail so many times. Mm -hmm. So my approach is different. My thing is this. You have to be prepared. It's simple stuff to prepare. Mm -hmm. Simple stuff. For example, you know, everybody on the fitness craze. Man, in, 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 in Omega Sci-Fi, there's a creed. We say, keep yourself in fighting trim. That's why a lot of the bros look like they look. Yeah. Because yeah. the working out and, and, and cardio thing is a... If, if the fight finna go all night and you only got 30 seconds to win... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I share something? But I understand that? it, yeah. but it's that, it's it's strength in numbers. It's, it's one thing it, it, for you to be individually. The yes, the, the unification the of everything. Not, no, you can go unity. and you can fight individually. It can go house exactly. to house and y'all can all fight. But it's think about it. the brother that got the brakes beat off of him. Do you know the police still haven't talked to that brother? Listen, you know what I'm saying? Listen, but Al said it best. But dude, if it were, if it were numbers, yeah. they dude, would not have any choice. He could hold his own, his own till he blew in the face. But I'm talking about making a change. We're talking about making, making a, change, a change, an effective change. It's well, not going to happen unless we thing. do it in numbers. Yeah, we got to do the numbers. But if you think the police is going to come in and help you do that, then you're wrong. And we're not talking about no, the police. No, we're talking about the community. No, I know the community. But it, the thing of it is, is the community, and you're right about that. I just believe, as he said, in unity-wise, I just believe this this generation, the millennials, they can get together in 10 minutes. Social media-wise, they can say, let's meet like up here. Exactly. So that's all I'm but saying. You have to have your ears to the street. Yeah, you got to have your ears to the street. Me so we're not talking about, we're not talking about the older people. Yeah. We're talking about the young, I'm talking about the 20 years old, the 25, 26 years. They don't care. They don't so care. you're not going to run up on them and do what you did. I guarantee you, it could be five or six of them. If they would have been in Charlottesville at that time and all 100 of those dudes marching down the street mm -hmm. with little Tiki, those dudes not going to run? Yeah. No, they're not. That's what I'm saying. So they're going to stand so, they may not. Yeah. They may not win the fight. But they're going to give you, and when you go home, you're going to know you've been in a fight. Let me, let me, so let me share something with you, Al. Let me share something with you. He said physical, right? Most of them cats in the street not physical. You can be physically, but mentally, they can destroy you. And this is what people keep saying, working out will make you physical and make you beat. Dude, come on. Yeah, but. I used to I'm, box, too. Yeah, I'm but, telling you the difference. But I'm going to tell you this, this. It's being a difference. physical don't mean nothing. It's a difference right now. What's going on right now is the physical fight is going to have to happen. It's You're going not to gonna, happen. Yeah, so the physical fight is going to happen. So I agree with what Seven's saying is when you go out there, this is a this is a physical fight because them dudes are marching warfare. down the street. Those dudes are, those dudes are uh, coming down the street at the end of the day, and they saying Jews not going to take us out, blacks not going to do this, what it may have been. When they walk past you, they're not trying to mentally defeat you. Those dudes, those all those white guys that was marching down the street, little teepees, if they mm -hmm. would, you saw what they did. They just jumped on people. So then there's a physical situation. It's now, physical and it's mental. Look at the so? brothers. Look exactly. at I mean, not the brothers. Look at the white dudes. Let, let's be clear that were marching. Exactly. Those were administrators they in were. colleges. Were. Those were lawyers. They Those were, were doctors. They Those were, were attorneys. Exactly. Those are people that we have to work with or interface Thank at you. some level with day to day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. mentally and physically, we but have to be organized in be organized. numbers. And who's going to be that person that's going to say, As you know a, what? This is what we need to come. At this point now, it's a race war. So at the end of the at the end of the day. As as blacks, African Americans, whatever you want to call yourself, that's where you get the mental part going on. But with, if these dudes marching down my neighborhood mm -hmm. like that, 
then I know that's not a mental. Mentally, they may be trying to take me out, but that's going to end up being a physical situation. It's going to end up being mental because if we decide to retaliate, we're going to be the ones that are going to be struggling. Let me, let me, okay, so let me, let me share this. Let me share this. This is what I think. This is just, just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, when you get up in the morning and you decide to hit that three miles, when you get dressed for it, that first step, preparing, it's a mental, you made a decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this to prepare for this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mental. Sabir said he, he boxed. So his strategy, when he taking on an opponent, it's mental. Now, you got to have the physicality to, make, to bring mm-hmm. it into fruition. Yeah. But it's something else about having yourself prepared. Prepare. It puts your mindset in a different space. And it's like he's saying. Guess what? The chubby dude in the tie, he ain't going to fight. He ain't going to fight. He ain't going to fight. We've seen that before. And it's some of them dudes, when they walk up on you, your physical stature says he is not one to play with. I'm telling you. Yeah. But at the same time, the same scenario like you said, all those guys, all those white guys marching down the street. They felt strong because it was a bunch of them. You're not going to get five or six oh, no, of them just not. walking down the street no. because exactly. they know it's going to break out to a physical situation. Yeah. So basically what it is is they're coming down the street marching. We got all these numbers. So basically we're going to beat you mentally and we're going to beat you physically. Some physically work out, break out, we got it. We're here. But like old buddy that was in the garage, he held his own. He took a couple of them out. He was still he was still fighting, but at the end of the day, is what I'm saying is this generation this, this generation is not going to run. They're going to take the fight to you. Okay. They're not thinking about the mental aspect because they think you're trying to, in so many words, you're trying to punk me. This ain't the '60s and the '50s. And then no after more. they have to face the repercussions for their actions, and then they're in the system because they defended themselves. Thank because you. ultimately, it's going to be us that are in that are in that position. It's not going to be the aggressors. We know that because our president stated that. Then after that happens, then that's when that's what I'm talking about. That's when the mental comes in we have to educate ourselves you You know you go how many at the end of the day you can educate yourself they're so bold that they're marching without hoods because they know that (laughs) they're in the position to flex on us exactly exactly there listen if they wanted to get rid of everything you said what they were doctors right you said he was attorneys right how many of our people that really know the law I could sit, I'm sitting here with a law dictionary right now Mm -hmm. in this office how many of our people know that you said they get arrested right yeah you said they're doctors Deans in colleges, everybody talking about pushing their children to go to the college and do this and that. He said, yeah, really? We're going to stop all of this. We're going to stop this. We're going to stop. They don't have to physically do anything to you. They have people in high places mm-hmm. and say we can shut whatever exactly. we want down. They can. Yep. We sit up here and tell. That's what the mental is what we were talking that's about. That's the mental. If you're not mentally like the art of war, mentally know how to battle these right. people, right. they're going to destroy yeah. you. Yeah. So it's, it's, physical, it's, it's, like Minister Farrakhan said, you have an army that you see. In the mm-hmm. army that you don't see. Yeah. Exactly. And Minister Farrakhan said, the army that you don't see mm-hmm. is the brothers on the corner that you call gangbangers. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a relationship with these brothers, and these brothers in these colleges, these brothers think they're better than somebody else. Oh, yeah. I'm Greek this and Greek that. And fi- you ain't none of that. Come on, my man. Man, at the end of the day, talk to the at the end of the day, the at the end of the yeah. day, we, we got to be mentally and we got to be physically ready. Because at the end of the day, when those boys walk marching down the street, they don't care. They punks. They, they, they are punks. But at the end of the day, they don't. At the end of the day, they looking at the color of my skin. I could be a doctor or a lawyer. I could be a dude in the hood. It don't matter. They're going to treat me the same way. So what I think me and Seven saying is you got to be physically ready for what breaks out. Mentally wise, you got to be there. But at the end of the day, they don't care if you're a lawyer, doctor. They don't give a crap about all that. At the end of the day, you are a black or a Mexican or a Jew, what it may be, and you are beneath them. And how they're going to show you that is by marching in your neighborhood with a hundred of them coming down your neighborhood, yelling and screaming what they talk about. And if something, yes, I'm saying, <laughs> if, exactly what you just said. They're going to come in your hood because if something's coming to your hood, it's a physical. They'll come in punks hood. Exactly. But I'm saying, <laughs> right. but a physicalness is going to break out at the end of the day. It's going to be physical at the end of the day. For example, it even, okay, so they marched at, at Virginia, at one of the universities in Virginia, Charlottesville, okay? Bam. Then the word got out that they were organizing again, and they were going to march. You ready? They were going to march at A and M. Bring, I almost said the wrong thing. Bring it. Come down, dialing with that. Mm-hmm. Walk down, fondling with that, mm-hmm. and let's see how far you. Yeah, and the thing of it is, okay. So this, this is my this is my thing, and based on what he said. So if they do march down, fondling or whatever it may be, or they whatever dialing, is that a physical? Is it going to be physical? Or is it going to be a mental battle? They ain't going. Which one is going to be? They're not going to get past 45 before it's physical. Thank you. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. (laughs) And I broke a real sweat. 
let me tell you when you need Midtown Bell Bonds. When you find out that your oldest boy belonged to this dude named Bernard that worked down at the ship channel. Midtown Bell Bonds. 713-752-2663. Welcome back to the Al Rucker Show on Amazing 102.5 FM. Express yourself. Hey, guys, we got Al B. Sure on the line. He's going to be in town at Dolce Ultraman. How you doing, Al? Man, I am blessed and highly favored. I'm on the phone with Al Rucker. You know what it is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, nah, man. It is a pleasure, man, that you're going to grace my venue. You know, people don't realize that it is my venue. I try to uh, bring the best talent. We actually start what we call R&B Saturdays, which is the third Saturday of every month. You, you are our third artists to come grace the stage on on Saturdays. We had Carl Thomas and we had Kiki White. So we wanted to get wow, the best wow. of the best. So I said, hey, who else can we get that's going to brand that night? And your name came up. Yeah, your name came up actually last month, but I think my people were trying to get a hold of your people and I think you were busy. You were traveling. So I see you've been doing some things um, lately. You've been you've been touring around the country doing, doing venues. Yeah, you know what? I, I've been doing this uh, intimate an intimate evening with Al. Be sure, you know, I'll, you know, just in select dates and select cities. In addition, basically, you know, I just finished a thirty city tour. For some reason, I can tour with not only you know like myself, Keith Sweat, Casey and JoJo, El DeBarge, you know, Tony, 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 but then I can also tour with LL Cool J, Houdini, Big Daddy King, Dougie Fresh. So yeah. it's uh, it, it's been a complete blessing as it relates to you know, where the music is, is, is gone and permeated, you know, all over the globe. I mean, right now, this whole old school R&B footprint digitally is so hot all over. And um, it's, it's been an incredible blessing, Al. It really has when you say the old school R&B. And, you know, I like to reference it as real music. Yeah, real music. Some of these young cats now that are in the industry, you talk to them and they tell you all the time that their favorite artist and your name always comes up. And these guys are wow, sampling you guys' music. And different things that, you know, that, Al, that. You, you, yeah, but you know what's what's amazing about it is, um, for some reason, it's transcended uh, time. Like we're going to be celebrating officially thirty years since the release of the Effect Mode um, this this next year. And the, the greatest part about it, and I think maybe the most fun part about it, is that I am mentioned on at least. 85 hip-hop records, everybody from Snoop, Eminem, Kanye, so on and so forth. There's always a reference to Al B. Show. And that only says that the music not only tra- transcends just one genre, it's also a part of the culture, and it's affected mm. culture itself. So, so my job is uh, well underway as it relates to having, or I truly consider it a blessing, you know, all across the board. You know, my music... You know, whether it's Albie Shaw or New Edition or Bobby Brown, or that music for some reason is a, part, a special part of people's lives, whether it's a, a childbirth, a marriage, a divorce, mm. finals in school. You know, there's so many, you know, and this is why, as you know, music is associated. The reason these big corporations all over planet Earth are using our music to associate with a brand because it's such a strong identity. It makes people put their guard down, and it, and it takes them to a special place in times. You know, I think That's at right. the end of the day, the music never gets old. You know, I can always, you know, Google it. You can go to Pandora. You can hit it, and you, you always come up. When I put in any artist from that era, your songs always come up. The funny part about it is, you know, Carl Payne, which is a good friend of both of them, um, <laughs> he's, he's, hosting, he's hosting Saturday night. He's excited for you to be in town. He told me when um, when he saw that you were coming, he called me up and said, "Hey Al, I gotta host that show. That's my boy from way back in the day." Oh wow! I remember yeah, he's a good cat. Yeah, he said, "Hey man, I remember before the, before the song came out, before his album came out, he used to play that dang old song all the time. We was back and forth in 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 uh, New York." So he yeah, said, we would yeah, get we... in the car and ride around New York, and he we you know we started working on the album, and, and and he was like, okay, I don't like this one, but I like this one, I like this one, you know. So he was very much of a part of that entire uh, birth of of in effect mode, you know. Because we were just hanging out, listening to cassette tapes at that point, and uh, and then you know the blessing occurred, and and you know, thankfully that you know people like like what I was able to give forth. So, uh, but yeah, he was there since the beginning, absolutely. Yeah, he told me that. So he looks forward to it. I look forward to it. The fans look forward to it. The show, the show has been sold out a week now, so people are still trying to get wow, tickets. Wow, yeah, it's, wow. it's been the, the minute we so, announced so, that you were coming, it sold out quick. When was the last time you've been to Houston? You know what? Um, I was just there 
just recently um, because part of what I do, um, and, and this is the amazing part, and as you know, Al, it's such a blessing to have this vehicle of music and this expression that has allowed me to travel the world. And for some reason, I'm booked until almost 2019, which is wow. which is a blessing very specifically in this genre um, that people really want to see Al B. Shore, Keith Sweat, you know, uh, you know, Donnell Jones, Tony, 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 this, the SWV. And for some reason, it's been that part of the blessing has been, you know, I, I've been on tour nonstop and it's been, you know, every weekend I'm in a different city somewhere. Um, things have been, it, it's been such a busy, busy season, um, you know, filming, you know, I just did the new Adam Sandler movie um, on wow. Netflix called Sandy Wexler. Um, you know, like I said, been touring. I've just started my new album. In fact, I have a, I have a brand new video. My youngest son Quincy, we did a duet remake of Night and Day from 1988. Brand new one called I Can Tell You Night and Day 2.0. You can actually find it. You can find the video on SecretGardenRadio.com. Don't go to Secret Garden because I know what you'll find it. The brand new video is right there with uh, myself and my youngest, King Quincy. Well, man, we look forward to getting you here. I can't wait. Everybody's excited. Um, Houston is excited. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a great time Saturday night over at Dolce Ultra Lounge. Like I said, tickets are already sold out. Hey, Al, I have one favor to ask you. Yes. I would like to give a shout-out to all the kids over there in, in Missouri City, over in the elementary school over there. I, was, I, I just recently visited over there, and we had such an amazing, and we spent the entire morning and day together the Missouri City Middle School and all the faculty and staff and the principal, and what amazing kids, and, and I'm just very, very proud of them. So I just want to make sure I give them all a shout-out. Well, definitely, man. We got you. you They're they listening to you now, and I'm glad oh, to know that you, uh, that you that you got a special place in your heart for the, for the youngsters. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, man, they, they definitely are. The future's in those kids. Well, man, again, I appreciate you getting on the line with us over at Amazing 102.5, and I look forward to seeing you Saturday uh, over at Dolce Ultra Lounge. My man, Mr. Al Rucker, in the building. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm.
The Al Ruckus Show is powered by Cricket Wireless. Get up and get down at Cricket Wireless. With plans starting only $30 a month with more 4G LTE coverage than T-Mobile and Sprint. CricketWireless.com. Something to smile about. You're listening to The Al Rucker Show on Amazing 102.5 FM. Express yourself. We're back into the Outworker Show. As always, you got Carla J, Seven and Paul, and we got Sabir Bay. Um, you guys saw the, you heard the interview of Albie Shore at Seven Stated. Tickets are already sold out, but you can still come and stand on the patio. Wow. The patio ain't sold out. You can stand on the patio. We'll let you stand on the patio for $15. $15 on the patio. I don't, I don't, know, patio. I don't know if I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm going to ever be able to just interview an R&B singer, dude. They voices be too deep no what's the name be. johnny gill's voice wasn't deep was it all and he has like a little bit of a giggle yeah he's good. <laughs> I, could, I could i could you know what I'm saying? yes and i'm glad you called me yeah <laughs> I mean, like yeah, that, yeah he's just he was just waking up you gotta every once in a while you gotta throw that Bro, deep voice that, you caught me a little earlier yeah, that's my voice deep in the morning too. On. Check it. I wouldn't mind doing that morning interview. Ooh, Ooh. that morning voice, Ooh. boy. Mm. Mm. First mm. off, beautiful thing. first off, Ooh. what kind of dude are you if you wake up in sunglasses with no shirt on? That's this just we're gonna find out. We we are at my favorite part of the show is Ask Al. Um, we got people that send us in letters. If you know what that is, they send us in letters, and I'm gonna give them my wisdom on how to solve the problem, and then. Seven and Carla would interject and give their slight bit of wisdom too. I want the second. Why gotta be a slight bit of wisdom? Why? Why? For real? Did you get to catch that seven? Look, I'm gonna let you catch the first one. Okay, <laughs> well, read the first one. Let me hit the first one. Go ahead, Carla. All right, Al, Carla, and seven. Al, Carla, seven, and Sabir. I have a big problem. I broke up with this guy who was very nice. He treated me well and showed me a lot of affection. He was really into me, and I was indifferent to him. I. I kept thinking that someone better was going to come along, and I didn't want to get attached to him. I eventually broke up with him. It's been over a year now, and I realized no one better is coming because he was the best. I can't believe I let him go. Al, Seven, and Carla, and Sabir, what can I do to win him back? He won't accept my phone calls or see me. He told me a mutual, he told a mutual friend I hurt him to the core. Do you have any suggestions on how I can make this right? Kill yourself. Side Tammy. No. <laughs> no, I think what Tammy needs to do is he won't answer the phone. He won't do anything like that. She know where he lives. Mm -hmm. Just knock on the door with a robe on. Oh, my. Just a robe. Mm. That's it. What if he's moved on? All right. No, he moved. It don't matter if he moved on or not. She's going to get him back. That, uh -huh. that particular moment, she's going to get him back. Let me, it's a rule I live by. Mm -hmm. You show up at my house unannounced. I'm going to call the police. That go for my chick, my baby mama, and these freaks. It's a cold world, so I'ma call the heat. You show up at my house unannounced, I'ma call the police. That's how I'ma handle it. Don't send that girl over there to go All to jail. Right. Man, go over there. She's trying to get him back. She's trying to win that man back. Just knock on the door. Nah, with let's talk. Up, nah, okay. What you think about this, Sabir? What you think? I don't have no say. You don't, don't got no say. I don't have no say, man. I see the. I don't have no. I'm really don't. I'm not. Why man, you, I'm listen. not a relationship guy. I mean, like. Advised guy, man. I mean, I live my life a little different, man. Do you have a relationship? You seem like the dude don't got a relationship. You I just have friends. I do you have got friends, man. I'm trying to. So work you on got friends, man. <laughs> so so put I'm yourself trying. in that oh put yourself God. in that situation. If you oh, were, I just man. don't go backwards. That's it. Let's leave it that there. There you go. Right. I don't go backwards. Well, so that's your advice. He wasn't. He wasn't good enough. I'm gonna tell you this here. If she come, and now he supposed to accept her back. Exactly. That's why she That's why she come with the rope. Kick rocks. And then she made. Then he go backwards. I don't go backwards. Kick rocks. Oh, this is fun. This one fun? I want to shout out to Sean Devon. He put me up on this game. I can't wait to come to my nephew Little League game. Check this out. Carl, Seven, Al. I'm Carl. Carl, <laughs> Sabir. I'm excited about this here. What in Sam? I see what in Sam thought. Hill was that? This, this got to be a good one. I know. I need to know how to handle the moms on the Little League team I coach. Mm. They are constantly flirting with me. I'm single and they know it. And they go out of their way to make sure I see them at every game. I have one mom who comes to the game and wears no panties under her shorts. There's another mom who goes brawless and wears halter tops with her girls at full attention. Al, are these women trying to get more playing time for their sons or more play from me? How do I handle this? Sign, Big Hitter. Mm. 
Yes, Man, you need to have trials. <laughs> battle, battle, swing. Yeah, you need to have yearly trials. He need to. Weekly trials. I mean, they trying to get playing time for the kids and themselves. After practice trials. They need to do something. I'm, I'm with that one. Carla, what would you do as a, as, well, you got kids. You've been in little leagues. Yeah, but I'm not going to throw myself at the coach or I anything mean, like that. You, you know what I mean? Have I seen, seen this with some of the women? You know what? I have seen this with some of the They the say women. the little, little league yeah. games be yeah. more lit than the club. Yeah, when really? my son played yeah. when my son played baseball. Seriously? When my son played baseball. In fact, you know what? Now, we'll have to show it one day or, or post it up. I actually do have a photo of some of the ladies in the in the stands, and it was one particular coach. Young, just ripped to shreds, you know, all of that kind of really nice-looking guy. And I think he went to Prairie View, but he would, you know, uh, coach over club. in Cyprus, <laughs> but yeah, coach over in Cyprus. So yeah, that yeah, does happen. Uh, that does Carl, happen. But it is what it Carl, is. Why you know what Carl, I mean? Why to each you his own. Game? Why you? My son, my son played. What What's did on? you have on at the game, Carl? Did you have on them kind of pants at the game? What is wrong with my pants, Seven? Some pants are fine. Some people, my pants are fine. There's nothing. Yes, they are. They are jeans. Yes, they are. There's nothing wrong. I guess the magic question is: We said last week, what was the lady that was hating on her friend? Said a friend was was. Miss Mary. Remember Miss Mary? Yes, I remember Miss so Mary. Mary. I didn't know Miss Mary. Mary. Are you laying down putting your jeans on? Because Carla does. Carla lays down and puts on her wow. jeans. No, I do not Carla lay does. down and put my jeans on. Yeah, but, yeah. I do give a kick. Oh, somebody, <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody said the mom want to play a different kind of game. She does want to play a different kind of game. It's nothing wrong. I think, I think at the end of the day, and hey, that's okay. he needs you know? to go on to keep, play his role. Yeah, to each minute, his own. If there is but, somebody he's but, interested but in, talk, go for it. Real talk. The minute, the, minute, the minute he goes there with one of the moms or a couple of the moms, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a bad situation. It's going to be a bad situation. Nah, that's not what I hear. I hear that some of the coaches go there with the moms and they know. Mm-hmm. Like they know, uh, you know, the moms know that everybody messing with the coach. It's time I might need it's to like give church. me a little league team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go there with new drawers on. <laughs> yeah, they do. But then, so, how do you explain so your so mom? Why you ain't got no panties on? <laughs> and so how do they know she don't have any panties on under her shorts? Because the way they sit in her belly, they're yeah, sitting all like that. Okay, I didn't see that. Jiggling, her booty jiggling. You know what? Her booty jiggling. Your booty can jiggle with some with panties on. No, no, your booty only jiggles. What kind of panties? If you got on T-backs, it ain't gonna jiggle as much. Name them. Go get it out. You got T-backs and you got the jeans. You got the jeans. Or boy shorts. No, we talking about underwear. You got Yeah, that's right. No, boy shorts is riding. You just wear around the house. When your man come home, you're in there cooking, frying some chicken. You can wear those under your clothes too, Al. Well, no, you wear the, um, what they call. No, not the Spanx. When you wear, you don't want to wear, you want to, um. The clear ones where you can't tell. The no C's or no. Oh, the nude. No, the nude. The nude, know. John. Yeah, you see, we know we talking y'all, about. Y'all, so y'all lost me. either it's either either G's or if you got T backs, it ain't gonna jiggle. You gotta have on some G's or nothing at all. They, she probably has on a, a T bag. They, they can't just assume that she so doesn't have anything on. Wear? Is it T bag uh, or G? She probably has on a G string. It is gonna jiggle Not with sure. the G string on. G string on? Yeah, it's gonna jiggle with a yeah. G string. Yeah. Nobody, no nobody wants panty lines. Yeah, panty lines are not the business. They not the business. I'm, I'm not at all. Yin Yang Twin, Yin Yang Twin made a lot. Can I play with your back? Yeah. Yeah. But real quick, she said, tell us about this movie you got going on. Are they wearing tea bag or G's? <laughs> he is not touching that. I don't even know what that is, bro. I'm, not so touching that. I'm, a, I'm a East Coast guy, man. I don't know what that is. You don't so know what T-Bags are? Nah, man. Don't know what T-Bags are, bro. T-Bags. What are T-Bags? Tell them uh, what T-Bags that's are. That's Al being educated on all the multi-types of draws <laughs> there okay, are. Okay, spending a lot of yeah. time in Victoria's Secret. Them are the panty draws. One pair. One yeah. pair? No, yeah. there's more than one pair. I said I wear one pair. You got G's. You got T-Bags. He's not wearing G's. He's talking about what he wears. Wait, 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 wait. The conversation is taking a turn. We are uninterested in Sabir's drop. Thank you very much, man. Let's talk about You better not have no draws. You better not have no draws. I was waiting. That didn't even sound right. No, draws. They talking about panties. He said you better not have no draws. No, you know what I mean? I'm a boxer, British guy. Let's talk about this. Why are you talking about Sabir draws? And then you said you better not have no draws. You want to see the man Sabir, you got a couple of minutes. Talk about the When you get up in the morning, you want to be at the side of the bed when he wakes up. Up because his voice be deep and he got on sunglasses, no shirt on. Nothing about being on yeah, the side of the bed when he woke up. Yeah, you did. I'm standing done. over him. I said over, over you the know phone interview. Just because oh he's at Hotel goodness. Derek in room 101, that don't mean my you gonna stand up there and knock on this door. Knock on this door. No Hotel Derek. The, <laughs> the movie. You the are movie. Messy um, what's yes, up with the movie? The movie is called Abandonment Act. Um, it's about a sister, a young girl 
who grew up in a, a drug family. Mm-hmm. And Hawthorne James, y'all know him as Big Red. Yeah. Um, he's actually the lead character in the movie, which is the father of the daughter. He goes to jail. Uh, I was brought onto the project by him because he said he wanted some real life stuff inside there. And I came on as a co-writer and wound up being a producer. And he wound up putting me inside the movie. Mm. And it's about a girl um, visiting her father in a federal prison. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the release date? The release date is it's going to be next. I believe next month. I just got. We just ready to do posters, boards for it. Yeah. Mm. But the movie's going to be dope. So it was supposed to be based around. It was, he supposedly went to jail and read a Bible and changed his life. And I said, no, let's change that. Mm-hmm. Let's bring in because that's cliche. Well, that's what's up. We so, can't wait for you know, it. The man that wear briefs. Whatever. Sabir Bay. Hotel Derek 101. He's funny. Real 101. He got jokes. Messy, messy, messy. We're going to put you on the stage. We're going to put you on the Hey, I can tap dance too. You got some money. <laughs> no, no, no. I can tap dance. We're going to bring you the chocolate you gonna bring, Sundays. I do chocolate Sundays in there. Like, we can do that. Man. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning into the Hour Rugger Show. Yo, peace, peace. <laughs>